0: What is your chemistry? Voyage of the Geek for another week. Joining me always, Stan Miller, Tom McGill, Hello. Hello. I'm Dave Scotland on this 22nd of March 2018 mm. and I'm going to let our formally dressed member uh, <laughs> announce the film that we're going to have a look at tonight because uh, we're, I think we're a little bit underdressed for such an honour.
1: Yeah, a little bit embarrassed, actually. (laughs) I I tried to dress like a 1951 gentleman. (laughs) Explorer. No, not explorer. Engineer who builds spaceships. Architect. White shirt, suspenders, or braces as they might. No, braces is British, isn't it? No. What do the Americans call them? Yeah, suspenders. There's, there's suspenders. a period there's in, this yeah. early, early last century, uh, even the
0: poorest person used to get around quite well-dressed, at least had one suit in there. By
1: today's standards, they're... they're, they're I mean, uh, there were no awesome. T-shirts
2: back in those days.
1: They no, weren't even right. invented.
0: That's right. You did have wife-beater singlets. Yeah. Uh, you had a white shirt, a thin tie, um, suspenders. Um, usually you could Some tell affluence by the shoe leather. Cufflinks?
1: Yeah. Yes. Early yes. as well. Um, and a
0: jacket. And they literally lived in the one suit, didn't they? they oh, I'm sure they did. sort of didn't ain't. have a lot of. Uh, I'm talking about the average um, punter. Yes, uh, I think so. Maybe one bath a week in. <clears> and-
2: yeah. yeah, And doing the lawn in your suit.
0: And they go and work all day in the suit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then come Home. brush the dust <laughs> off it. Um, so, yes, Tom, what is the name of the film that we're going to have a look at it tonight?
1: It is a classic, the well-known film, Flight <laughs> to Mars. Well-known by well known
2: 15 to- people <laughs> around the world. <laughs> it's... Um, Soon to be 15. Sixteen. <laughs> yeah, sixteen.
0: 1951, I believe, is the, uh, is the year.
1: 1951. 1951. Yep. And uh, it's... To put it into perspective, I think four or five years before Robbie the Robot. Before... Oh, yeah. Good point. Um, Forbidden Planet. Forbidden Planet. Yes. Which we have given glowing feedback. And uh, fantastic special effects for the time. So we can, we can parallel compare these two films because, yeah, but Robbie the Robot wasn't... Too far behind this one.
0: We did a show on on um, uh, Forbidden Planet uh, with Tony Oakden, I believe, was on board that night. Maybe, um, and it was one of our better shows because it was one of the better movies that we've looked at from that. And it's there's so much to talk about in, mm, a, in that in that film. And the big test for tonight is is there so, as much to talk about <laughs> with this film? Um, so. Let's uh, obviously my normal question, which was you've probably seen it before, and then there was yes. a gap of time. When, and then, yeah, when did you first? Uh, uh, when did you first <laughs> uh... see this film?
1: Last Dan. week.
2: Oh Dan, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, about last week, and the first time I ever heard of it
1: was two days before that. So <laughs> <laughs> we felt like doing a 1950s film. Yeah, and and there can there can be gold in there. Mm. In them there are films. I but no, this. I I I found it. I put the, I was the one who put it on the list of films too on uh, our uh, uh, suggestion I found it on the list, list yeah. that we had yeah. and I, so I'm not I've totally been racking my head as to why I picked it hmm. because I, I came across it doing some IMDb surfing and found it worthwhile I'm sure I heard about it at some Documentary that I watched, but yeah. I can't remember anymore exactly.
0: I, I think it's, I think it's a good choice. It's got some fodder there. There's some, uh, there's some primitive visual effects in it. Um, there's some technical stuff that they've had a crack, f- a fair crack at. Mm-hmm. Um, even in so far as the outfits and things like that, um, and spoilers. There, there will be. Uh, 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 well, spoilers in general. We're going to spoil the whole film for you, but mm-hmm. um, um, we will be talking about maybe what could be. The um, potential birthplace of the Teletubbies was in this <laughs> particular film. Um, I can't tell you how much, how hard I laughed. This is obviously Flight to Mars when the Martians came around the corner.
1: <laughs> Not as hard as I laughed when the spaceship crash-landed on Mars. <laughs> right.
0: And he accelerated into the mountain.
1: I, I have rarely cracked up, so but we'll get to that point.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yes, I was the same. Uh, two days before I'd uh, watched it, I had was the first I'd heard about it, which was on our list. We have sort of a uh, go-to list of movies that we are interested in having a look at, and um, as is our want, we wanted to go back and have a look at something from the golden era of sci-fi, which is that um, any, anywhere between the sort of of the late 40s all the way through to the early 60s I believe you know where we saw a lot of UFO, saucer movies, and things that are atomic and and science everywhere, or at least that's what they called it. Yeah, atomic monsters and atomic rockets. That's it, because the the science that was sort of Mm. dripping into the culture at the time was atomic. Was Mm. um, you know there was a lot of warfare mixed in with sci-fi as well, and um, it's interesting to see um, where sci-fi came from. Um, It helps you appreciate where it's come to,
2: I guess. Another, Another another thing is that this is. The 19 is 1951, so this is only six years after mm. World War II's finished. Yeah, um, so all of, oh, I don't know, all but at least some of these actors are in the war. They're like, yeah. um, Steve, what's his name here? Whatever his name is, I don't know what's Steve's name, Steve the Horn Dog, Steve the Horn Dog, oh, yeah, Steve Steve. The, uh, Cameron yep. Mitchell, I think it's like uh bomber pilot or a bomber, yeah, so anyway, well, so are a lot of the props. <clears throat> That's what I'm kind of saying is that there's lots of this leftover Second World War stuff. People who were in it, people who were organising it, bits and pieces of technology and things, you know, and... Costumes, like they're wearing bomber jackets here, right? Yeah, you know yeah. they're wearing flight gear from like World War Two. Yep. So yeah, there's that's that that flavors it a lot. Mm. Yeah, and so a lot of army stuff and general this and you know Air Marshal, what's his face? You got the
0: sense it was a military expedition. Um, really from the very out, outset mm. of the film. Yeah. Um, you know the the communique goes out on the live wire from the Pentagon, you know, yeah. and they make a point that it's the, the most top secret thing we've ever had to send. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've sent a few. How do you rate <laughs> secrets? That's more secret than that secret. <laughs> it's all secret. Um, so uh, let's let's dive right into it. Normally what we mm-hmm. do is have a look at the uh, the narrative for the film, uh, and we sort of go by the beats Of the story as the film unfolds And we stop off along the way Talking about uh, things that interest us And and things that stand out to us Uh, And Dan drives the bus as far as Narrative through the process And uh, takes the time to Document the story beats To to make sure that we get to the other end Alive Mm -hmm. So where do we start
2: with this one Dan? Uh, We start at the beginning Where there's a bit of a character introduction thing going on Mm -hmm. Which is a pretty good way to start a story I guess So they start with um, my story beat here is Steve and the General. So we've got. There was a little scene before that. What was that scene? The telescope. Oh, that's right. Guy sitting in the recliner. They have like a preface, 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 Preface.
0: and it's a, it's a, it's a guy pondering, standing pondering, standing behind a guy that's fully reclined, staring up a telescope. Um, and looking at Mars, yes, just wondering about things, pondering and contemplating, yes, um, and and wondering if we'll ever have a telescope powerful enough to see it, yeah. to know, see the civilizations, to see the civilizations online. that
1: yeah. might exist on Mars. Yeah.
2: So the scientist. So. Were they either of those two characters actually
1: in the film? Couldn't tell. They're too. <clears throat> too I don't think so. Too small. I thought maybe it's yeah. Doctor Dr Lane who is the the project leader. Mm. But you couldn't. I couldn't tell. And it was very uniquely
0: shot. It was shot against a, a really bright background, and they were sort of heavily silhouetted. It almost mm. felt
1: artsy. They have and, those
2: pastel colours. Yeah, they have purples and blues and yeah. stuff.
1: I will assume that when they make a film, and they already have actors on on hand that they're not going to get another guy dressed up in a suit to to act as the professor mm. looking through a telescope. So I would assume, not knowing, mm. that it they were characters from the film. It's not mm. the
2: highest budget thing in the world either.
1: So yeah, no, that's interesting. There's an interesting story point as well,
2: you know, to do... It's like a preface. I mean, it's not actually part of the story at mm. all. It's not part of the film. It's just no. a little intro... Get you in the mood there's thing. There's something that they about stick it. Thick at the front. There's a flavour <coughs> that. that it, yeah, the flavour.
0: It, it adds a flavour that is really common for films of that era, mm. um, where if the story is about Martians, if the story is about um, you know space travel or whatever, there seems to be some kind of. Pre-credit sort of discussion Or narrative, narration that goes Over the top and it's about will we blah, 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 Or have they or do They or will we need yeah. to And then the story starts and so It started with almost like a question mm. um, And it sets up the premise and Which you quickly forget mm. you know, I, I forgot when the teletubbies do come around the corner which we'll discuss In a little mm. while, I'd forgotten all about the Fact that there's likely going to be people On Mars I I didn't. I forgot all about it, which is what that first
2: scene really was. That was setting up that question. Setting it up. All right, so there's General, what's-his-face, wandering through the very busy Pentagon. Mm -hmm. And he comes into a room. There's two people in the room. One of them is a reporter. Yes. And that's Steve. And the
1: reporter is sitting in the General's chair. True, he is sitting (laughs) in the General's chair. And nobody minds. Yeah,
0: Nobody minds. It's played by uh, Cameron Mitchell, a heavy TV actor who has, man, have you seen his bio? He
2: what, was, what are some
0: of the things? He was in film, um, film and, or he was in film and television all the way up to 2018. Um, oh, really? Yeah, right. So wow. he's still kicking. Um, he... And it started, his career started, and I'm going way back, way back in... I'm rolling... All the way down to 1945. Hmm.
1: So, so, in the first six years of his career, until he did fly to Mars, how many movies had he made by, that, by this time? It looks like at least a dozen.
0: Smuggler's Gold, um, Stars Over Hollywood, Command Decision, Adventures of Gallant Bess, uh, Leather Gloves—you know all of those sort of swashbuckling um, and also military cowboy type. Movies. Yeah, cowboy movies, swashbucklers um, like pirates and musketeers mask- and things like that. Um, but it, it wasn't until he got to sort of the sixties, uh, I'd say, he became a just a stalwart TV uh, actor. He was in multiple episodes of um, Rockford Files and Knight oh, no, Rider, right. and okay. he was just a bit player. Yeah. We, he's More than a bit player, he was often the nemesis or the guy that needed help because mm-hmm. his family's getting picked on by the gang or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he was in Bonanza, lots, a couple of episodes of Bonanza. He was just a stalwart TV actor. But it was interesting to see him at, at such a young age.
2: It says here, yeah, prior prior to World War Two, he was a um, Air Force uh, bombardier. Right, cool. And so as soon as he uh, finishes World War Two, as soon as he finishes there, he goes straight into acting and spends the rest of his career doing that. All right, so <clears throat> he is going, we find out he's going to be the reporter who's going to go on this spaceship.
0: He died in 94, so he didn't, he, he wasn't working
2: until 2018. Oh, you might have saw 1918. He was born in 1918. Yeah, that's probably what um, and so, then there's another person there, which is um, Dr. Lane, who is a uh, big science boffin mm. and the designer of the rocket or the head of the project. Head yeah. of the project, that's yeah, right. Yep,
1: yeah, yep. Yeah. And you take it take when you when you do your first first venture outside. Now the humans have not flown to the moon or anything, right? This is no, the yeah. first. They're going straight to Mars. This is the first rocket that humanity has built. It's it's right? all
0: about rocket power, is the big catch buzz that they're all unsure of whether they're, yep. they're going to explode or get where they... There's
1: no test flights. There's no Mercury program or anything. Yep. You build a rocket. You put people in. You yep. take a reporter with you because yep. we're going, up. Oh, we're going to explore in. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and that kind of mentality is, I think, the explorer me- mentality mm. is humans have boats and explore, right? We, we go go on the ship and we'll we'll, we'll go over the horizon and see what's there mm-hmm. The reason you do that is because you're very familiar with your ship yeah you know you've been sailing for thousands of years yeah. and it's just a matter of let's take a crew let's take some people we know what we're doing let's go see what's out there hmm. and they they transfer all these old science fiction movies do that they transfer that mentality yeah. into an outer, outer space thing we'll just build a rocket and we'll just get the children and the dog and some lunch. We'll fly to Mars. Well, we'll see what happens. That's because we don't know if we'll return.
0: They even have a conversation in the first five minutes of the film about, you know, the great mountaineers, you know, go to the top of the mountain we, without ever thinking about how to come
2: down. But it I doesn't think,
0: matter. We've got to go anyway. I think yeah. the
2: general says to him, "Aren't you worried about getting back?"
0: Yeah.
2: And um, I was kind of surprised about uh, the rather blase attitude. Yeah. yeah. That actually, on this, nobody. Has plans for how they're going to get back.
1: Even when they're on no, the thing, even no, when no. they push the launch button, they still <laughs> they don't do know not have any how plan. They get no, back, even, yeah. even, the, even the guy, the old guy who signs up, uh, Professor Jackson says, "You know, I, 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 I do this interview. I get three thousand dollars for my wife and children. She's an ailing wife, and she, <laughs> she's already looked she yeah, after. Yeah, 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 probably and, all going to um, die. This is, this is, yeah, I'm, I'm never going to come back.
2: <laughs> yeah. yep. And the analogy that he's using is, you know, when Steve comes in, Steve says, you know, for some reason after the Uh, Dr. Lane explains that, yeah, he hasn't got any plans of how they're going to get back. Then Steve comes over and says, you know, doctor, I once knew a guy who climbed a mountain and couldn't get down and he died on that mountain. And what's uh, the good doctor's response? Well, the important thing is that he got to the top. (laughs) Yes, that's right. (laughs) Well, that's the important thing, (laughs) Steve, (laughs) that he got to the top of the mountain. (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, and then they, do, they ask him the question is oh, to the reporter. They say, how are you going to report this back? Mm, yeah. And I'm thinking, in my mind, this is 1950 radio? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he goes, well, we have these messages in a bottle. That no, no, throw- no, no, no. <laughs> space cylinders. <laughs> space right. messages in a bottle, which we throw out. They have homing <laughs> beacons and they come back and they land in Washington, I think, or somewhere. They, they can't land with the Ruskies. So they have homing beacons that take them back over American soil, and uh,
0: I think and I think he uses a combo. Though he says we'll use radio until it runs out, and then we'll
1: send. They don't mention radio at this point. Because oh no, they don't. They, I'm they, thinking they s- radio. They say we're using these homing cylinders. That's right. And then they crossfade, and the very next thing they show us is a close up of a radio yeah. where a broadcast is done. I'm <laughs> thinking, <right>. radio, <laughs> 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 it's right there in front of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, look, if you want to get technical.
2: And I don't wanna well I'm gonna spoil a little bit, but we're gonna spoil anything everything anyway. They fly off, and then after a while they get out of radio range. Yep. Yeah, but then they land on Mars. And the Mars guys have been listening to the radio <laughs> from the
1: humans all the
2: time. And know yeah. all know
1: all about their trip. <laughs> have learned the language because yep. that's what you do. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty boring on Mars, I guess. But <clears throat> the, the dishwashers work by themselves.
2: Yeah. All right, so Steve is the um, the reporter. Yep. And so he's going to go off and do reporting things yep. like a reporter should. Mm. He's, a war, he's a former war, war reporter. That's right. Mm. And, yep, he's got a lot of cred. That's why he's on this this suicide mission that nobody knows how they're going to get back home after they go. Yep. And so he goes over to meet another one of the guys, the chief engineer. Jim. Jim. the, the Who seems to be the brains
0: of the outfit. Mm-hmm. And that becomes even more known when we get to, to Mars.
2: Smoking an awesome pipe. Yes. No, yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, and the 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 writer Steve in that first meeting, or I don't think it's his first meeting. They seemed a bit familiar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like,
0: Steve gets his angle for the his, his human interest story, human interest angle, and it's yes. all about the uh, the engineer. Um, and the engineer's name again, sorry, is it? Jim Baker. Jim, Jim, Jim Baker. Baker. Barker. Yeah. Well Barker, sorry, yeah. And, Barker. and Jim is the is the the dedicated scientist who has the he's skyline the one in, in the, his
1: room and the white shirt and the, the, the suspenders yes. and the, the tie right. and the pipe in his mouth That's and the right. well shaved. He's chin. a nineteen
2: fifties nerd. That's right. Yep, yeah, he's yeah, married yeah. to science. Yeah, but he's still cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. still cool. He probably they, has martinis with the guys on Saturday nights and plays poker or something or other yep anyway there's a knock at the door Mm -hmm. and in comes Carol uh Carol Virginia Houston I think
0: Carol Stafford played by Virginia Houston okay and so what's her deal wet
1: blanket she is bad tempered yes Uh, she's she's cranky on the, surly. Eve, on
2: the eve of going to space, <laughs> Yeah, she's cranky because he stood her up.
1: Yeah, they're, they're
2: supposed to be going out on a date and he hasn't got his shit together. Jim Jim stood her up. Yeah, yeah, Jim's yeah been but la- she hasn't met Steve before. Lazing around talking with his mates mm. and hasn't got his kit
0: on. And he completely forgot. And completely she's been forgot. sitting in some restaurant somewhere waiting yeah. for
2: Jim. So she's quite surly. Yep.
1: And Steve the horn dog reporter immediately sees her and yep. googles her up and down and yep. starts salivating and makes a move yep. right there and then.
0: <laughs> there's there's no boundaries in uh, at, in this era of uh, film. Uh, we learnt that in uh, Forbidden Planet, where the crew made it known. Whereas this one particular member of the crew w- was lit, almost physically undressing the uh, the actress in the in the piece. Hmm. Um, whereas in this in this Uh, Scenario: Steve, the uh, writer, the journalist, um, very quickly recognizes her
2: feminine wild. Oh, he Mm -hmm. says
1: that, doesn't he? Mm. You're very feminine. No,
2: no, he says that later, but yes, that that that, that is one of his one of his classy lines. Feminine. Yes, (laughs) I like your feminine. Yes, he takes on a
0: creepy, uh, creepy bent.
1: (laughs) It's very reppy. Okay. Yes, immediately.
0: Yes. (laughs) He is very rapey, <laughs> even to the point where when they do finally get to Mars, which we'll obviously get to. Um, no, no, no. he loses the plot completely and just <clears> becomes <throat> Doctor Rapey, and and only has eyes for her and her situation and her. I, he, I don't seem doing anything else. Yeah, he walks but- around with a pencil and talks to her a lot.
2: Mm. Well, as we'll see, their relationship develops and I think it's... uh, I think it takes two to tango, shall we say? Yes. Uh, Remember, she is a surly, stroppy, annoying... (laughs) Yes. Yes. So why is she going on the trip? Because she's some sort of secondary backup engineer. She's a smart broad. She's as, a smart Jim, dame. That's what Jim sort of points out. Yes, she's a smart dame. because <laughs> She's been watching Jim do his thing for that's, weeks. That's right. And she has contributed to the process. And Shirley later Coke. on, she will whip out a slide rule and do some calculations like you wouldn't believe. Yep. He's
1: also in charge of turning on the emergency lights. <laughs> yes, lights on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right then. So we then move off after that... Um, to the next member of the crew <coughs> we, We're in Steve's apartment We're in Steve's apartment There's a knock on the yeah. door <clears throat> And it's Professor William Jackson That's right And yep. he
0: announces, after a quick introduction He announces, I've got to go mm. um, I'm on due to be on television mm. Being uh, interviewed on television At which point Steve does what?
2: Steve gets the shits. He puts the mockers on it. Yeah, completely. he says, well, I'm going to call up the TV station it and have them sanctioned.
0: shut it down. Has not been sanctioned. Yeah. Everything's supposed to come through me.
2: Yes. I was going to call Somehow
0: someone. a journalist in 1951 has a lot of pull
2: yeah, in the well, military. He was sitting in a general seat earlier on in the day <laughs> in the Pentagon. <laughs> so he's going to call somebody on the phone. That's I never right. quite understand who, but somebody's going to. I
0: think he called the, the professor, the, the guy in charge, the old boy that goes up. Dr. Lane. Dr. Lane. Oh, okay. Um, and then. And then, while he's on hold waiting for Doctor Lane to get on the phone, um, the guy that what's his name? The guy, Jackson, Professor J- Jackson, Jackson, who was going to go due to go on television, explains the reason. Yes, he moans. He moans. He's, he's,
1: Morose he? old guy. No, I don't know. It's going to go on telly. Yeah. yeah, he wants money. He's going to give me money.
2: Do you know how much science pays? Uh, yeah, no, nothing. I haven't got any money. Why did you science? To I'm become really rich.
1: sad. <laughs> Hey, I'm trying to decipher the the play, right? I'm trying to decipher what is the story going to be. You're setting up characters. You're giving them them motivation. You're giving them a backstory. So when I see this morose old guy who has nothing to lose, they're making it very clear. I have no one in the world. (laughs) You know, I'm not coming back. I my some money for my ailing wife. I'm thinking, okay, he's going to die. Yeah. At that point, I'm saying he's he's dead. He's yeah. he's, a, he's a he's a throwaway. He's and number three. He is potentially because he wants money. He's potentially a spy. Mm. Yes. he might be working for the Ruzskis. Yes, yeah. so that's where I'm, think, what I'm thinking. what I'm also thinking that Horny Steve yep. and Carol are going to get together. Yep. Because mm-hmm. a Horny Steve is top build. He's a uh, mm-hmm. yep. front main character name, in the, when the movie opens, credits in the credits, yep. in the credits. Uh, and a woman mm-hmm. that he's top build with. Yep. Turns out later that the, he and that woman never say. Would or are even in the same scene together. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> she doesn't appear until halfway later in the film. Yep. But I know that he's the important character. He's, I think, the main character at this yep. point. So even though he's horny for the woman, we've already established that she's angry at her boyfriend and yep. her boyfriend doesn't really treat her that well. So I'm thinking, okay, there has to be something happening that he and her end up. So probably boyfriend Jim also dies. Yep. Or he has to sacrifice himself for them in a in a heroic thing. So I'm already I've got the end of the film. That's right. In my mind already. You've been now. you've been preconditioned. I know who's the spy. I know who's going to die. Yep. I think I've got a Yep. Little I, do I know that I'm totally wrong. We'll revisit, a little, we'll little.
0: revisit that at the end and see how, how, uh, I how think accurate your, your yeah. estimates were.
2: I think you've got a better movie in your head than the one that was actually that's watched.
0: Good. That's compelling.
2: <laughs> yeah. The Russian spy who's sabotaging the rocket from the inside. I've, seen too, many, awesome. I've seen too many good
1: movies, that's why. And that would have been
2: awesome.
0: <laughs> You're describing what film became.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so. So he lets him go on television. <clears throat> Yeah, so in the end he says, "Oh, all well, right, you yeah. sad bastard," and hangs up, hangs yeah. the phone up, doesn't doesn't dob him in. Yeah, yeah. But it tells you something about his character a little bit. The uh, Steve. Steve, yeah, he you may know. be gruff, he may yeah. be horny, yeah, but he's got a heart of gold. Well, he's 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 a human, he's you know. Human. He's not a mechanical yeah. sort of entity. His heart's in the right place. That's right. In there somewhere. He's a bit of a rough diamond. Yep. Um, okay, so then they're going to launch the rocket. Yes. Now. If you were going to go into space, what clothes would you wear? Uh. A... It's, it's worse than that.
1: They, no, no, it's not. They
2: turned up in a taxi,
0: right? <laughs> and the taxi, the taxi parked at the foot of the <laughs> the, 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 of rocket. the gang, gangway yeah, leading up to, to the, the rocket. rocket. And there were a bunch of generals <laughs> that shit around, the photographers or whatever, literally underneath the rockets of the rocket. And they turned up in a taxi. Yeah. They got out and started shaking each other's hands. And only at that point did I realise, holy shit, that's the rocket they're getting on. <laughs> because it looked like they were turning up to a meeting or a press conference. Or something like that, because they're quite literally in khaki short sleeve shirts and
2: yeah, they're around the house clothes, just
0: banging and knocking around the house clothes, <laughs> um, and they proceed to then walk, shake a few hands, say goodbye, walk up a gang plank, close the door behind them.
1: <laughs> countdown starts. It's like yeah, had a little button, had a little launch button that he like 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 Wallace and Gromit. You know?
0: <laughs> and the question, someone asked the question straight away. Um, because they're in this little room. This looks like a little room. Yeah. But the rocket is standing straight up and down. Yeah. And I think Steve... Steve. Steve a question like he's never been on the rocket before. And mm. and you make Probably you, hasn't. it makes you think, yeah. maybe he should have gone on the rocket at least once before he goes <laughs> on the rocket. But it's standing upright on, on the ground. But the room that they're in is also upright. Hmm. And somehow it, it... The rocket flies like that. The rocket flies horizontally. What happens to the room? Can you remember what the science is that they say to him about how the it's room It's on a works? gyroscope. The, the, so the room, yeah. the
1: room rotates. That's right.
2: They have of magnetic, course.
1: No, no, they have magnetic right. field stabilizers. That's right. that's right. True. Because Carol well, floats around, hits her head and everything. Yeah. Because she's the one. Oh, are you saying they have artificial thing. gravity? They have, yeah. they have magnetic field stabilizers yeah. to equalize the gravitational pull of the Earth and later the moon. Yeah, Right. So well that's they have artificial not, gravity.
2: No, that's not artificial gravity. Well, not, as, not well, the science as we know it. Is it supposed
1: to be artificial gravity? Yeah, well, yeah so. because
0: there's no floating.
1: I think so. I think when the, when the, when the well, spaceship is, point. is horizontal there... There's
0: one problem that the room has to rotate because the ship flies. This
1: is where I'm, I'm getting
2: to. First of all, if you're going to go... Horizontal in space <laughs> yeah. You don't have to Rotate any room You to don't go have anything. to
1: Rotate the room That's don't think It does
2: <laughs> well, that, No it does No it does That's what he asks
0: Yeah because he asks What happens when we Remember they oh. climb
2: up Through the hole in the floor That's right And then when it goes Horizontal yeah. The the room rotates And the hole in the floor Goes somewhere else yeah. I should have the, watched
1: The film a second time <laughs> Out of the back of the <laughs> ship Yeah um, so did
2: they have artificial
1: gravity? I mean, well, they didn't. They have didn't, to, there they was have no to because there was floating. There was, was flo- no, flo- no. They don't show it, but they, they talk of the radio. Oh, did they? They they ex- they, they say, oh, Carol, Carol kept bumping her head oh, on the right. ceiling until oh, right. we actually got the magnetic field stabilizers ah, working.
0: Right. Yes, yes, yes. They did
2: too. They don't. They don't show it. No, yeah. they don't have that.
1: Special they certainly. Well, it. I'll put it this way: they certainly didn't put much
2: effort no. into it.
0: No, because and some of this stuff he found out. In, in the actual cockpit. Like he had to ask questions about what's going to happen in space <laughs> as they were launching into space. He's yeah. the
1: reporter. He's supposed to play the role <laughs> of the spectator. Yeah. No, he's playing he's it well. He's not a very good reporter. People back There's home no, are dying zero to know. Research.
2: <laughs> What does this button do?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing if you don't push it. As long as you don't push it. Um, that's a good pizza. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, this, what the hell this is neck braid acceleration yeah. where they don't have any, any head yeah. support oh yeah, yeah and when they strapped themselves
0: in for the launch in, in the reclined lying down position yes uh, With a what were
2: they being strapped into
0: they were being strapped into bunks
2: <laughs> yeah bunks that were made out of like <laughs> little, you little, know, tube. little tubes of aluminium <laughs> little, with a little, little like canvas yes yeah, so they had a little leather belt that goes over their tummy <laughs> while yeah. they launch yeah.
0: yeah. that's all you <laughs> Needed. <laughs> All right, so they're right. in space. They're it, in space. It, it's worth noting that the uh, the the miniature uh, rocket launch uh,
2: special effects weren't too bad. Yep, I've seen worse. Yep, they they weren't for nineteen fifty one. So, they had a shot of a rocket blast on some yeah. concrete, mm-hmm. and then yep. they had a shot of the rocket ascending yep. with smoke coming out the back. No scale. Like, it literally looks yeah. like it was. It's a model. That being A little flame up there. <laughs> um,
1: flame know. goes sideways because <laughs> yeah. the camera was probably tilted.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, so they're in space.
2: All right. So, they have a bit of a. Um, they, they talk to home base, as you, you said, mm-hmm. um, about getting their gravitational indicator organized or whatever it was. Um, and then there's a bit of a problem. And
1: what's the problem? They get pull to, get to go into the moon's gravity well. They, they
2: almost crash into the moon. That's right. Yes. That's right. So they have to hit the rocket. <laughs> space isn't that big. It's like, That's right. <laughs> the, you know, it's, let's it's, take off, press button. <laughs> oh, shit. The moon. Of, of course, a journey to <laughs> Mars has to go past the moon. Oh, the
1: moon's right in between the Earth and the moon's moon. in space, of course.
0: <laughs> when you go into space. That's right. Um, and and uh, they managed to escape by uh, initiating a rocket blast yes. um, to break free
1: of the Moon's gravitation that almost breaks their necks. Yes, when they act to the when the actors act the and acceleration. They have,
0: they have what, what the film in this film we can we can put it down to a phrase. We'll, we'll term it as the um, rocket blast face facial expression. <laughs> yeah. Because most of the special visual effect is the facial expression. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. um, Where each character has their own version
2: (laughs) of miming
0: some kind of under pressure. Yeah, which looks a lot like someone having a stroke. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So if you shake your head a lot, some sort of jaw clenching. That is um, uh, moving fast. That's what moving fast in space looks like.
2: All right. So after this is it. This is what. (laughs) Look at. Can you go back? Let me bring that. I'll I'll bring that photo up. Look at Carol. What's her face there? (laughs)
0: <laughs> My mouse has died. Oh.
1: Um, so leave
2: it with me. I'll bring And no so,
1: on. it looks like in the photo, like, somebody's not even strapped down. Somebody was just standing with his arms braced against the wall, holding holding on for dear life.
2: Certainly all of them, I think, were in the, that shot. They're grabbing on. Yeah. The
1: one on the back there. <laughs> and I think Look this... Ke- Carol what's her face here.
0: What, what expression is that? This must be for um, promotional purposes. Because um, for starters... He's the journo, and he's the only one actually holding on to the controls is the journo. That's the scientist over there um, doing nothing, uh, pressed against <laughs> the wall. Don't know what he's doing. He's pondering something, where he left his Where lunch.
1: he gets his next drink I think or yeah, something Yeah, he's switching down for a bottle of beer or something. It's a know,
2: very that's... bizarre image. What's this guy? I mean... He's the journo. He's, yeah, but he's been on, like, bombers in World War II. Surely he can... <laughs> Remember what it was like when yeah, the bomber a- was turning left yeah. or something or other.
1: She's probably more bomber pilot than actor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I used to do this when we were bombing Germany. And exactly in order horrible. to get into character, they're all wearing bomber jackets. I don't think we, we finished that train of thought. I think we left. We, we you started talking yeah. about what they're wearing. Yeah. They're a gang of. It's not a gang. It's a crew. It's a mm. bomber crew. They're yeah. having the, the yeah. jackets with the with the um, thick. In a, in, a, in a lining, they've got the hats, yeah. the bomber hats as well. They look like a bomber crew. Well, I can't yeah. recall
0: this from the film, can you? No, no, it's not supposed to be a probably It's a photograph anyway. Yeah.
1: It's a photograph. And then it not w- a looks
0: like it was post colored. Yeah, 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 that's of what it would
1: have been. Look at this,
2: it doesn't even look happy. No. no. Well yeah. I mean not happy. I mean he, I think he's not if happy this, is a prim- at this guy's effort. Because he's not putting his <laughs> yeah, like, effort in. This guy's looking so sad. Yeah. And this guy's like, What the hell is that guy doing? <laughs> and Carol's like, Oh, I just wish I was home. <laughs> I wanna yeah. go home and And he's thinking, Well, surely I should be holding the
1: controls.
0: <laughs> I'm the science guy. He's the writer.
1: Also as as movie posters go, when you when you think, let's do a movie poster, let's do a promo shot of our flight to Mars yeah. is the five people sitting in a yeah. in their chairs the best choice for a movie poster. Yeah.
2: No. <laughs> now I don't want to get too yeah. nerdy on you for this movie, but what is the actual lever that he's pulling? That's
0: there? a broomstick. He's quite literally a silver broomstick. That is the only controls that he's been given, and I can guarantee that the reason they gave him to him because he's the headline actor. Yeah. And.
2: He's got to be in the front. He's and the audience, the,
0: the pre-audience, people that w- were thinking about going to see the film would want to see the lead actor as the guy controlling the thing and not the guy with the pencil over against the window, which is what he was.
2: Like I was saying, I don't want to get too nerdy on you, yeah. but in this spaceship, what does that lever do? Uh. I don't know.
1: <laughs> a- you, you saw it twice Dan. You're the one who saw you saw the movie as many times as Dave and I put
2: I don't together. want to get too nerdy on this right. But that's the lever that launches the space cylinders with the with the the bloody messages that you send home.
1: Well yeah. then it's correctly that he should be doing it. He's, yeah. the, he's, oh, the, is he's a t- the he's the, he's the p- p- the reporter. He's well, then, reporting.
0: Then all of their reactions are now really
2: curious. <laughs> yeah. Why the hell is he pulling that? He's just launching a tube. <laughs> That's not the They're freaking out at it.
1: Interestingly, also the the the, the, the colorist did not know what the actual uh, colors were. All oh, right, right. Because she colored the space suits in various different colors, mm. where they were all brown. Yes,
2: there was a lot of brown in this movie. Yes. Yeah, we can. It yeah, was like silver, key and brown. Yes, from not other films. Technicolor. It was yeah. browner color. All
0: right. So, where are we in our piece? Where we've just okay. avo- avoided the moon. So we just avoided the moon. We did also um, see a meteor shower.
1: No, no uh, that well, comes up. That comes up. We are Don't. out of radio range. Did we mention that? Uh, we. They say that they say we are yes, out of radio now. range. Yep, yep. Then they uh, philosophise a, w- a little bit. They about have tea and lunch. They all sit down and have a cup of... Oh, i was probably coffee,
2: but... Yes. And
1: they talk about, oh, how are we going to get back? And the morose old professor says, I don't want to go back. Yeah, I don't want to go back. I think we're all going to die. We're all going to die. <laughs> Nothing matters. It brings everyone down with his attitude. Yeah. Is that the kind of person you take with you on a, on a long trip? You
2: know, they go through years of psychoanalysis before people are allowed to go with these things.
1: And after they philosophize, then they avoid the The moon? Yep. And now they're on the way to Mars with no obstacles, or so they thought. And it's yes. during that discussion
2: that Steve identifies that Carol is a prize package. <laughs> <laughs> and she's also very feminine. Mm. A of the first caliber. Yep. And he kind of yep. likes that.
0: Well, he, uh, he tries to have his way with her out in the next room on the rocket on the way to Mars.
2: Yes, we'll get to that in a second. But there's one thing that we haven't got to during this little scene.
1: The reporting that he does. No, nope. he writes. He writes some notes. No. Nope. The philosophizing. Doctor Lane. I, yeah, I just spoke about that. Okay, well, what does he discuss? Oh, the the what? multiple universes and that if sort of. Yeah, yeah. You, you travel from one planet to the other is like going from uni- one universe. Oh, to infinite the other. smallness. Yeah, infinite smallness. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and
0: what else? We're all. We're probably in a universe which is no more than a
2: microbe. Or a—that's or what he's saying. Yeah, in, in the body of somebody. So else. apart from the, it being infinitely big in the up direction, it's also infinitely small in the. Da- this is what I heard. There's a theory that the universe is infinitely big in the up direction, infinitely small in the down direction, yep. and also a living thing with everybody inside is That's a right. corpuscle. It's corpuscle. Yes, yeah, a corpuscle inside, and it's like. I was watching that and after he spouts this lunatic theory, you know, I would be like on that on the chip, I'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, yeah, yeah. we're strapped to a rocket with yeah. an idiot. Yeah, with a whiny idiot. <laughs> with a death wish. <laughs> and this guy is a lunatic and has yeah. no plan to escape this. Yeah, it's a bloody disaster. All right. So um, what happens next is, yeah, Stephen Carroll... So they go they go off and they're sort of walking around the, sh- the ship, not that there's much room, and they have a bit of a chat in the corridor. Mm. So they've gone off to get the space biscuits or whatever it is they had to get. That's right. And so what goes on in the in the corridor between Steve and Carol? Um,
0: personal space was invaded.
2: <laughs> yes, there was invasion <laughs> of personal
1: space. <laughs> invasion of the body snatchers. That's the story beat right there.
2: <laughs>
0: At which point she did not, she didn't, She was not anti the personal space invasion. Yes, but she didn't go with it. She still felt felt slightly obligated to Captain Jim.
2: Yes, and so Steve, once halfway through a sentence, decides to kiss her on the face, Mm. Mm. and her reaction is whatever. Mm, (laughs) And then he decides to grab her and squeeze her (laughs) shoulder and twist her neck to one side, and then kiss her on the face again. Right. The Hollywood pash. Yeah, serious pash. And Carol's like, Yeah, whatever. Yeah, still and then they still not on board, not all board. Yeah, and then Steve's like, Well that should piss off Jim, shouldn't it? <laughs> and Carol's like, Yeah, that'll piss Jim off. Yeah. <laughs> Jim doesn't know anything about <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, Jim's in the other room. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here?
0: Yeah. Who are <laughs> these
2: people? Yeah. What are they doing? And why are they doing it? Exactly. So, yeah. Surly Carol is one strange, twisted weirdo. Yeah, Steve's not much better. Well, Steve's a creep. <laughs> invasion of the yeah invasion of the personal space. All right. So then the next scene is they're going to launch some uh, space cylinders, and whilst they're in the process of doing that, mm-hmm. there's an attack of the meteors. That's right. Special effects. Special effects. Red That's right. red blobs. Red blobs. And the red blobs hit the ship. Yep, and
0: take out the space tube uh, apparatus.
1: Yep. Why? Why are they? Not the space though? tube. Why, why I thought they. Took Not it, the space cylinders. I it took took no. out the
0: space t- cylinder launch
1: mechanism. The l- landing landing mechanism, isn't it?
2: it? It takes out the landing mechanism.
1: Oh. and that landing mechanism, the the prop for that. Oh, they have some cupola that they open, pull some cables out. Mm. That's a, a rear gunner turret from a from a bomber. Is it? Yeah. With oh gun, yeah gun, yeah. Guns yeah. removed.
2: Yeah yeah yeah.
1: That's one of the techno
2: things inside the spaceship. and, and inside, I,
1: The entire inside of the spaceship is a prop from some other film that was reused. Uh, oh no, the, well, the uniforms, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Journey Popscotch. to the Moon. Is the the
2: spaceship? Is Journey the set? Mm, okay. Is Journey exactly. to the Moon? Which will also come into. Um, uh, we'll have a discussion about that later when Teletubbies is uh, brought up as well. Yeah.
1: Uh, I want to ask you, gentlemen, why are the meteors glowing red? Because uh, they explain that.
2: Do they? Yes. I can't remember why. Uh, no, I remember
0: them saying that they're the shooting stars that people see in the night sky.
1: No, they say they're glowing red because the, due to friction with the Earth's atmosphere, mm. the meteors start glowing red. What? Even though yes. we're nowhere near the Earth's atmosphere? <laughs> beyond the orbit of the moon. <laughs> and they're still red. Out and of radio range. <laughs> red Because due to friction with the Earth's atmosphere.
0: Uh, Destination Moon is, Destination is moon. that other film yeah. with an identical rocket in it.
2: Alright, so they how do they avoid the meteors? They push a button and yeah. they avoid the meteors and yeah. everybody switches yeah. to, the, to the left and we've done it. So I was thinking, you know, how do they avoid the moon? They push a button and they go around the moon and they avoid the moon. And, they, and The meteors, they push a button and they go around the moon. Yep. Yeah. I don't know, there's some, some sort of thing where you want the heroes to actually do, do stuff, stuff, do hero, heroic things, yep. when it's like, oh, look, here's some danger.
1: Oh, don't worry. It's gone away now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you, you know. It's is is this where the lights turn off and Carol needs to be reminded to turn on the emergency lights? That's right. And she goes, "Oh, oh yes, that's right," and turns the yeah. lights back on. Oh, yeah. I think actually, Jim wasn't Jim getting the shits with her? He said,
2: "Carol, turn on the friggin' yeah, lights." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so Carol's like, essentially mm, helpless
1: the entire time. She bumps her head, and she's it's the along. only thing she got taken on the trip
0: for was to turn those <laughs> yeah, lights a, on. That's all she and did, and get the bikkies and coffee.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> which was the only food they took, I think.
2: All right then, so um, so now that they don't have any um, landing gear, they have to make a decision. And the decision basically is... Turn around and go home. Yep. Which they probably won't make it because they haven't
0: got
1: the fuel. Yep. Or land. Oh, so they only have fuel for a one-way trip anyway. I yeah. think so, yeah. yeah. That, well, that's um, that's,
2: the, the additional thing bad. is that they can't land anywhere. They're going to crash. It's crash land because they've lost the ability to land. So they can either crash on Earth or crash on Mars. Yep. And they
1: decide to crash on Mars. Dr. Lane writes a letter. Hmm? He writes his. He writes a, a diary. Dr. Lane, the the chief, uh, not the chief engineer, but the head of the project. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, which yep. shows that he can't spell. <laughs> his spelling mistakes in that <laughs> letter that he writes. He, that? S- he spells satisfactorily with a satisfactorily. <laughs> He spells Earth with a lowercase e. No. He, uh, yeah, he's the head of the project.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a freaking lunatic yeah. with the corpuscles. Corpuscles. He's <laughs> a corpuscle, dude. Corpuscles of the universe. All right, so to cut a long story short, they crash on Mars. Yes. E-
1: <laughs> no, now, no, 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 no! You've got to go more into yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, okay. You've got to go into the crash landing, <laughs> which is the most okay, hilarious well, crash landing ever.
2: Well, okay. Here's my my thing about the crash landing. Right, so they've got one guy looking. That's Jim looking out the window to try and find a suitable landing site. Yep. Yeah. And then when it comes to the, so they're like, we're going to try and find a super. Okay. Give us coordinates for the suitable landing site, okay? And then when we cut to the special effect of the rocket, it's flying horizontal at about a trillion miles an hour and crashes into the side of a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not not before. It It And they accelerate. It was cruising at a million miles an hour,
0: (laughs) and then when they get close to the mountain... They gun it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they gun it. And, like, they, and you can hear the <laughs> engines fire up. and, <laughs> and he's Straight into the side of the fi- mountain and then it sort of goes. Boof, boof.
1: And it hangs <laughs> yeah. there and then an avalanche drops <laughs> on top of it. Because Mars is all snow, right? Because it's cold. And
0: it's, they yeah. can see the dirt, the, the snow and the dirt building up uh, against the, the window in the cockpit. Yeah,
1: and they're all and inside oh my God, going. We're be-
0: and then Carol says, oh, no, hang yeah. on. Look out this window. There's no snow. <laughs> yeah. And then they walk out. They
1: walk yeah. out. And <laughs> yeah. That was a bit of luck. <laughs> we didn't die. Oh, yeah, good. That's then, all right, landing. And then you hit us on one side of the ship.
2: <laughs> so Unseen. And uh, not only did they crash into a mountain, it just happened to be in the middle of a local alien city. Yes, uh, an abandoned
0: city. What, Or at least they see structures mm-hmm. uh, that were clearly made and yeah. not natural, um, but they appear to be abandoned. Yep. Like chimneys.
2: Mm. Okay, so they're wandering around and they're checking things out and then immediately a bunch of aliens turn up.
0: They come around a corner and I'm going to put up a picture. Uh,
2: and
0: you, can, you can dispute this, but I believe this is where the Teletubbies came from. <laughs> this is what they were presented with. <laughs> we have about six individuals all in different coloured bizarre looking spacesuits with big spherical helmets. Clearly no glass in the helmets.
2: And you can't see through the helmets. They're like the same colour as the spacesuits.
0: Yes. And they quite literally
1: look like Teletubbies. Yes,
2: yeah, it looks much. like they're wearing sort of flannelette, shiny flannelette suits.
1: Yeah. There's a handy zipper at the front. Yes. Yeah. A handy zipper.
2: Okay, so <clears throat> what's the other thing about these spacesuits? Um... The other movie, Journey to the Moon, X, what was it called? You, X to the Moon, Journey to the Moon, you just corrected me on what it was called. Um, don't have to remember if you don't want to. Yeah, I can't remember. But all of the astronauts in that movie wear those suits. Oh, really? Those are the good guy astronauts who land on same the moon. Same helmets? Same. Just oh just not yeah, coloured, pretty yeah? pretty sure, oh, same helmets. Oh, just yeah. not coloured. They didn't even try to <clears throat> change props in any way. Um... However... Destination Moon. Destination Moon, right? However, they've got all of these belts and equipment and straps and harnesses and backpacks and all sorts of things all over them. Mm-hmm. So it looks a lot better in Destination Moon. These guys just look like Teletubbies. Yeah.
1: You might have to watch Destination Moon one day and compare it. Yeah, it yeah. It seems yeah. to I be very similar, just a different, pla- a different planetoid. I think yeah. it's actually a little bit better as well. Oh, this, oh, 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 oh. This is oh. a... Uh, what? Comparison? Destination Moon has a main character by the name of Jim Barnes. Jimmy and Barnes, the lead singer. For <laughs> oh, no, the this soldiers? is Jim Barker. No, Jim Barker. Oh, okay. Jim right. Barker and this one, Jim Barnes. They they retro-do they, they everything. Even <laughs> names were, were, were used in other films before. <laughs> so they didn't have to replace
0: the plaque on the door or the actor's door. They
1: just um, couple everything together.
0: That's uh, a shot from Destination Moon. So... There are subtle differences, but you can clearly see that there is a design sensibility that is carrying. Can you find another shot if the, the two. Is there another one around? Because. Um, let's see. Let's see what other shots we have.
1: Um, uh, same acting for acceleration, by the way? Yeah, yeah. The right? same yes. facial
0: expression for the acceleration. Yeah. <coughs> <laughs>
1: I, th- it, I think in, the, in that picture, the guy in the background just farted. <laughs> it's the
0: same two seat belt, a reclined, no, lying down. Great. There we yeah, go. There you yeah, go. Yeah, you see? Yeah, it's yeah. the same suit. It is. It's the exact same suit as this guy over here yeah. in this
1: film. So, yeah. yes. Um, no, it's not. This one has a bigger neck. The neck is different.
0: No, no. they got the same necks. This, But it's probably no, side on. Just, it's
1: wider. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, uh, yes, we've, we're turning this into a visual essay, so we'll... Close that down.
2: Okay, so um who's Mr. Blue there? Mr. Blue Tubby He has a name? yes. Uh, <sighs> is it?
0: Aikron.
2: He is uh he turns out to be um a, 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 the
0: biggest kahuna
2: yes. of, the, of the of the land. Top kahuna of the kahuna council. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, yeah, all right. So they they basically take them inside their world and say, "Hello Earthman." Mm-hmm. And then they say, "Oh, yes, we you speak English." Yeah. What's the deal with that? Yeah. And why,
0: why do these Martians speak English, Dan?
2: Because they like they like human radio.
0: Yeah, they've been listening to all of the broadcasts. Yes, they've been listening to the classics. And, and you imagine what they think of Earth <laughs> if their only knowledge of Earth is from radio broadcasts. Yes, Lucille Ball or
2: something yeah, or other, I don't yeah. know what. Um, okay, so they take them inside, and we also hear about this time um, about their wonder mir- mineral that they have on uh, Mars. Can you remember the name of it? I can't remember the name of it. Anoptenium. I don't
0: know. Yeah, it's corium. It. Corium is it? Yes. And it's it's their source of power. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it's the source of. I don't know. They oh, make everything. air out of it. Everything. So they eat it. So I yeah. don't know what they do. But there's coriums. The awesome stuff on this. That's right. This planet. And,
0: and unbeknownst to our heroes, and we soon find out, corium is in um, very scarce. Uh, is a scarce resource and. S- Fast running out. Short supply.
1: So the story in this film is that Mars used to be a lush planet. Yes. yes, Then lost all its atmosphere and all the plant life died and the Martians had to move underground Mm -hmm. where they now make their oxygen artificially from that mineral. Big underground cities. Yes. Yes.
2: All right. So they get taken down to um, the power council or whatever it is, the ruling council of the Mars people. And the...
0: They can- they they like to wear. Um, let's see if we can find an image here. They like to wear outfits that they have fantastic robes that, yeah. are, that have an icon on the chest of, the, uh, of, of a what, rocket of what you do is sort of thing. No, it's yeah. the rocket is, is the humans. Rockets are the humans because oh, the they came in a rocket. Um, I think the ruling class uh, have a lightning bolt. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, and the, which is almost a, f- a bit Flash Gordony. In, yeah, yeah, in yeah, its yeah. And make-up. they have
1: huge magneto type, giant cowls or giant giant robes, the shoulder pads, and yeah. Huge, yeah. Yeah, 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 like Thor, yep. yeah. Thunder God.
0: And they're uh, they're taken the before the the is it Ikron, um introduces the humans to the to the committee. Yeah, um, and
1: and the entire Martian committee. In fact, everywhere on Mars, they're sitting on 1950s. Eames molded plastic designer yes, chairs, very Arctic. <laughs> which Art Deco. Yeah, were were popular in the fifties on Earth. Yes, and all of the that's what uh, they're all sitting in.
0: And yes, all of the modern. walls are uh, sort of forty five degree angle. Yeah, walls yeah, I and love the like
2: yeah forty five degree angle yeah,
0: walls. There's that's no no quicker way to reduce space to move around than to put your walls at <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, know. bang your head, bang you walk- your head. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody has to move, walk on this side of all the roads. Um, so yes, the the, the uh, Extension of friendship. The, the hand of friendship is extended to the crew,
2: mm-hmm. and so yes, they sort of say, "Let's be friends." And Let's,
0: we will help you fix your ship to, so that you can get home, and you can use our wonder element to uh, to
2: do to repair your nuclear, yeah, whatever they, yeah, your atomic. Are. They didn't have nuclear That's in right. those days. It was your all atomic, atomic, uh, your atomic power, power unit. And so they also, Icaron suspiciously asks, "What is this atomic power you speak of?" Mm. And then they say, "Ah, oh, we'll tell you later." Yep. Um, and so what I was thinking at this point in the movie was like, "Oh, cool! Hmm. The aliens don't turn out. They're not. The aliens aren't jerks." Yep. Ah, oh, sweet. That's a. That's a bit of a
1: twist of uh, what my expectations were going to be? I'd made the ma- mistake of reading a little blurb about the film beforehand. Okay. Which said, it was like two sentences and it says, Hu- humans fly to Mars when the Martians want to use the human's rocket to invade Earth. <laughs> and just reading that synopsis <laughs> going, what the... F-? So, the <laughs> that's Martians funny. who sit there wait for humans to come so they can steal the vehicle and go back and invade the planet.
0: It's... Um, Interesting film. That's... That's not one of your better written uh, taglines. Uh, it's more like a, just a blatant a
2: spoil line. Spoil line. Yeah. All right. So then they say, you know, let's not talk about atomic power now. These guys are probably yeah. tired, hungry, and need hungry. So let's send them back to their rooms. That's right.
1: So, so at which we meet one character, Terrace. The, well, she's the, the uh, She's the, the female who takes them to their quarters
0: Yep to, Who later turns out to be quite the bitch Yeah She's quite the mole She's a bit of a spy Yes Yeah um, But she takes them to their quarters And introduces them to the massification of the
2: dwellings the, Yes Things the, like the amazing, You don't have to wash your dishes <laughs> Yeah the amazing oh, technology we have another, yeah, we have have. another
1: Carol moment here <laughs> yeah. Where they say Where she says oh, these Are these other quarters on the left and the right Do you want to lie down and freshen up Take a shower And Carol says I want to see the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. oh, yes, we don't have kitchens. Oh my god! <laughs> I love you,
2: Mars. <laughs> no, it's no, it's the dishes. To the yeah, house. yeah, we don't have dishwasher machines. Machines to wash dishes. Yes, that's right. What that's a right. world we
1: really. live. Oh, I love you.
0: So, uh, yes, and that's the um, introduction to the Mars. World, pretty much. Yeah. Then we get into the uh, the thick of the plot.
2: Right. So, yes, the next one is Ikron's double cross. Mm. So, we're back in the council room. Yep. And they're finishing up their discussion. Um, and they're basically, they're going to double cross the earthlings. And we also they get introduced to the notion. True, they vote
1: on they it. Vote they vote on it. There's those people who are against it. Well, we get yep.
0: introduced to the notion that one of the members on the council, his name is... Tilamar? Tilamar. yeah, yeah. Used to be in charge, he oh. and and uh and Ikron is now in charge in place of him. Mm. But Tillemon had a different idea, he, mm. he was going to go in a different direction. I can't
2: remember exactly what that direction was no, from if, that early conversation. Yeah, some sort of friendly, friendly sort of, a, but he
0: was more, yes, he wanted to reach out and ask for help, whereas Ikron wants to take. Um, and he wants to protect Mars from uh, pending doom that'll come v- from the humans on Earth. And mm. They'll launch an attack once they mm. know where. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Um, so yeah, we're we're introducing the notion that Ikron wants to let them fix the ship right up to the point where they're about to leave, and then seize them and then uh, use the technology to replicate many more ships and get out of get out of dodge and go and live on Earth. Go and evade Earth and take over. That's right. So that's the the grand plan for Micron.
2: Okay, so the heroes are going to fix the ship, mm-hmm. and so one of the first things that they're going to have to do is they're going to have to convert some of the chromium to be useful in their ship instead of atomic power. Mm-hmm. Because
1: They also at this stage turn into a bikey gang because they take out the oh that's right went on Mars dresses the Marses do yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, or they're, going so to they're all in black leather. black leather. Yeah, they're all in black the leather. The rocket ship yep. emblem on a shield.
2: Yep. Yeah, it's bloody awesome. Uh, Okay, so. And I
0: think it's worth noting that as far as outfits and uniforms go, Mars has decided to go for a length of skirt that almost doesn't qualify as a skirt. (laughs) Yes. And it's closer to a belt. (laughs) Yeah. Where you're talking literally a a hair's width above the minge area (laughs) or below. Um, until you move in any way, and then obviously the, the game is game is all over. And that's what the women wear.
2: They, have, they have some excellent mini skirt technology on Mars. Yes, they're pushing all boundaries. Yes, the also forefront. they have fantastic, fabulous shoes. The women.
0: The shoes were incredible. <coughs> I think even the, if you uh, ask women today what they thought of those shoes, the they, <laughs> heel extends
1: all the way to the up to the back of the, knee. the calf. Yes,
0: yeah, and um, <laughs> it's the sort of shoe that you would see in a Beyonce film clip today. Yeah. Um the style of of the the outfits you can sort of tell that someone put some thought into the outfits.
1: If, if a woman ever crouches on Mars she's going to ram those shoes right <laughs> up her miniskirt. skirt. Yeah, yeah. Right? Up into her belt. <laughs> That's right.
0: Yeah. That's right. It's <laughs> right
2: up into a belt. Crazy crapper. shit. All right, then. So Jim, Professor Jim, smoking his pipe and checking out some plans. He sort of takes over. Um, there's well, he's
1: the engineer. Everyone else just he's hangs engineer. out in the... Uh, yeah, Yeah. he's the engineer. He, he, he's the only yeah. one who knows anything about the rocket. We're
0: starting job, I to think. wonder... What? the doctor do what does the old boy do on this
1: the old trip? boy the the the, the morose Moros professor yeah. he is with the strange a, theories i don't know he doesn't do anything does. no no he he just the, he's the head of the he made it happen he's the other old that's guy that's what it is
0: i think obviously he's just put the team together yeah right yeah came up with the funding so i get a seat <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah when the when reality would state that well you don't take the useless git over there that that is really just the the money man he's the producer. We need people on this crew that can do things.
1: No. No, they take the producer. They take the, the <laughs> engineer's girlfriend. They take a reporter who's never seen the spaceship. And the only other guy of merit is the old yeah. old Moroz professor who yeah. is there as a professor of geology and chemistry yeah. and astronomy. Yeah,
0: and can't and do anything. And with- He's
1: supposed to look at geo. Collect facts Just, yes. and Samples put them and, into the space yeah. cylinder. They can't
0: do anything with engineering or, or <coughs> no, so wires the, Jim, If
1: Jim had fallen out of the spaceship, They're which in this fucked. film would not be unlikely, yep. they'd be stuffed, yeah.
0: They'd be right now passing Pluto. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Jim gets a new assistant. Who has a, a ginormous slide rule under yes. her arm. Yes. No, does she? Oh, oh does No, that? it's, a, it's yes. a calipers. She, she, she yeah. comes in with these... Four foot long calipers yeah, yeah, and her yeah. arms, I'm an engineer. <laughs> I'm here to assist you. That's right. And because she's a woman, he goes, You are an engineer. Yeah. And then he looks at his his metal samples and she immediately tells him, This is the good one because of the melting point, blah de blah and he he, he fancies knows. and he says, Alright, you'll do. do. Dane's
0: got some brains on her. That's right. And, and the whole time also starting to recognise that um, she is a female. As well, he takes a liking to her uh, straight away,
1: and hmm. she she approves of him as well. That's great, which mm-hmm. is important because she is, of course, uh, the daughter of the of the uh, uh, of of, of Tilama. Yeah, who is the yes. guy who was who was in favour of? He's the nice. He's the nice president. Yes, not, not leader. Yes. The ex leader. To and, who wants to make peace. Yeah. Wants to make peace. Yes. Yep. All
2: right, so they get on and they start doing sciency things, and then they quickly work out how they how to make the chromium work in the rocket. Yep. Okay. So that's all organised. Yep. However, then they start to learn of the plan that they're going to be double crossed. Yes. And so they've got to come up with a counter plan.
0: And the counter plan is to bring up the schedule. Tell them that it's going to take a month. Actually, fake an explosion so that it, we can tell the uh, the council that it's going to take a month.
2: Going to take an extra month because it's we, no,
1: we no, it's accidentally to broke two two a thing.
0: Yeah, knowing yeah. no, it's only going to take two weeks. Yeah, yeah.
2: And uh, all the
1: all the Martian assistance that they get, they get a whole crew of, of engineers from Mars. Yep. To help them build this suit they're all wearing what must be from some middle a. M- yeah, fantasy. With, with the night drama. They're wearing yeah. night. It,
2: it look like a Viking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look yeah. like they're from, they're a, from Viking a jousting or something. festival.
1: Studded leather straps. <laughs> they even have the, the crosses look like swords. <laughs> yeah, they got
2: swords because they're guards. They're, they're, they're guard they're.
1: uniforms from some other film. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah there must be. Yeah. All right, so they do the fake explosion. Uh, they pretend it's going to take a long, month longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're ripe to escape. That's right, and the whole time, um, so. the bitchy
0: Mick face That um, oh, t- Terrace. Terrace. She- she's the spy. Um, yeah, she's been reporting uh, everything back to Akron. That's Icron. right. Akron. That's right. And uh, they know that. They know that she's the spy. So
2: um, yeah, and they, she also they. The, Terrace also kind of works out that they've accelerated their schedule.
1: Yes, that's right. <coughs> and at this point, their plan is to take, uh, so the engineer, we've never mentioned her name. Her name is Alita. Yeah, Alita, yeah. She's right. the, the Mars Princess.
0: Alita, played by Marguerite Chapman, who is a big, um, she's a big name for that period yeah. of cinema. Mm. Legs. 17 foot long legs and mm-hmm. uh, you know, She had many done
1: posters quite a lot more movies than Cameron Mitchell had yes, done at, at that time yeah. Films she, like
0: she realistically is the headliner for this film yeah
1: which is why she's top mm. build that doesn't show up until the last second half of the film Yeah, yep. and never sh- never never exchanges w- words with the other top build character mm. but I think there's a poster one of the posters where, where she's reclining and being kissed by a man or he's very very close to her about to kiss her yep and you have to pause on that picture because this is Jim, right? This is Jim yep. in this picture. This is not the yes. picture I'm talking... This one here. Oh, yes. That's the that? other guy. Oh, that's the other yeah, guy. That's the Steve. Other guy.
2: That's Steve. That's Steve. That's horny Steve. Steve. He's putting the
1: moves on everyone. Uh, <laughs> He's... Because they're the, two <laughs> they're the so two top-built characters. So there's a poster and I want to see this film with those two guys that's, getting it off. That's Cameron Mitchell and Chapman. I'm going to go out Chapman. of the movies very disappointed. I mm. would too. If that's, what, if that's <clears> what I come to see.
0: Yeah, because there was no, there was none of that going on.
1: No, they were never even in the same room together, yeah.
0: I think. Mm. Yeah. Probably not. That's not even the right colour for her dress.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's blue. That's right. Blue. The whole
2: thing, she's blue. The marketing guys really screwed up on this one, didn't it's they? It's a ruse.
1: But the story points, I mean there's 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 alternative ways this can go. They say, look, uh, Ikron wants to if they if we get caught, he's going to take the spaceship and he's going to execute us. Tillamar wants to come with them and Tillamar thinks, "Oh, if I go to Earth, um what's going to, you know, if if you if, you, uh, if we have you escape, they're going to kill us and they say, "No, we're going to take you with us to Earth." And he says, "Oh yeah, if I go to Earth and I can convince the Earth people to come back and 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 be friendly with us." Mm. So at this point, we are we're having the options of how yeah. this film can end. Yeah, mm-hmm. will there be war between Earth and Mars? Will mm-hmm. there be mm-hmm. um, peaceful? How is this going to resolve? Yep. Mm-hmm. So in, I'm in anticipation now to see how this will end. Yes.
2: All right. And uh, what's the next story beat? Um, the time has come.
0: The time has come to uh, ready to get everyone on the ship. St- okay. Yep. Staggered. Um, oh, no, we better we better not glaze over the fact that um, um, Alita, the uh, lab assistant slash... Princess. Princess <laughs> Martian yeah. comes over for dinner. That's right. There's a bridge game. There's a bridge game going on. Okay. And, uh, so what
2: happens at the bridge game? Well, Steve so- calls, calls her out. So there's Alita and Jim sitting across each other. They're partners. Having a great old time. Bridge bridge team. And then there's surly pissed off Carol. And Steve. And Steve sitting across each other. And Steve's... Stirring the pot to give yeah. everybody the shits. Yeah. Steve's calling <laughs> it
0: out and, and literally Steve is saying that um, can't you see that they're, they're Yeah, thin?
2: Jim and Alita, they're probably you know
0: yeah. like, they're probably getting it on, aren't they? And this is and then even says to Jim, This is where you deny it and uh, they proceed not to deny it. That's right. And then whiny whiny mole <laughs> bursts into tears and <laughs> runs out of the room. Yes. And who goes after her?
2: Steve. Steve. Steve in his yeah. own intimidable- Jim <laughs> <gym>
1: doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Steve He has in his
1: not cared one ounce Jim the a, entire film. Yes, he, he didn't Jim
2: give is a-, a cold motherfucker.
1: <laughs> yeah, <to> what, whatever. <laughs> I'll take you to Mars, but I'm not going to like it. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Dumped her on Mars. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's pretty cold. Made her stay in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then we cut, oh, I'm going with this face princess. We cut sorry. to a
0: scene where Steve is in the bedroom with uh, her in the background crying into a pillow Something. and he's playing solitaire. Yeah. And this whole uh thing gets built into the into the movie where that's what he does when she's uh, a crying mess in the corner is he gets the cards out and plays solitaire I think later on something also happens and she runs off and he he says where's the cards
2: <laughs> yeah that's right why cuz <laughs> I'm going to need them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i like his attitude where she's like you know <laughs> he's like ah oh, god <laughs> Shut up. What are you crying for, you <laughs> p- crazy dame? He's like, <laughs> yeah, all right. So, um, so, the uh, time, so now the time has come. Now the time has come. So they start sneaking onto the ship because that's part of the plan. They They're have gonna to sneak s- on one at a time. They
0: themselves, uh, they gave all of the helpers the day
2: off. Yep, but the spy has worked Tetris. Tetris, Terrace. Tetris, Tetris. Has realised that something so is yeah, going, something's, something's to going on. To the fuel's in the spaceship, and yeah, she's like, oh, "Hang on a minute, what's going yeah. on here?" So she goes and,
0: and reports to Icron mm-hmm. that I think th- I think something's going on. Mm-hmm. So let's let's get let's f- try and find out. And he comes up with the idea to do what. To, to get to get, they grab a tiller. Bring, them, a bring them, in for a yep.
1: bring them in for a meeting, and then go and get a leader. Arrest yep. them. Yeah. She's
0: the one. She'll turn. She'll, yep. She'll tell
2: us the truth. Uh, and they start grilling her, saying, "What's going on? Yep. Where's all the stuff?" And she's yep. trying to lie to. And this is the whole council that are grilling her. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And um, then I can't quite remember why, but they also go and grab Jim. 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 Oh no, 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 Professor Jim. Jim. Jim um. The, the engineer?
0: Elita Al- and the and the father. Um, <clears throat> Dilamar? who was – they're both due to go on the ship with them back to Earth. Yeah, they're right? both going back. They're late. Uh-huh. And that's why Jim has to go um, – he said, something's wrong, something's wrong. I'm, I'm going to go and find out. And someone puts it in his idea that, that Dilamar has betrayed them, that he's told the council of their plan and whatever – and so rather than close the door and get the hell out of there, he's no, I'm going. Well, he needs and, to get
2: his girl. He need to go and get the girl. Cuz
1: he's a girl he cares about. That's, That's right. Okay.
2: So he ends up Jim and and um Attila <laughs> Attila. Attila the nun. <laughs> yeah. Ends up in the council room. Yeah. And uh and you know the clock's ticking and then they say the jig's up. We've yep. got you banked to rights. That's it. Um, and then it says, we're going to invade Earth and steal your thing and we're going to do all of this. Keep them here. We're going to get the ship. Yes. And
0: so the bad guys leave the room. No, and no, no,
2: no, the bad guys of the guys. Well, not all of them. Some
0: of them have to stay there with Jim and Alita. Mm. And they're holding them in the council chamber. They're there. the moron guards. Yeah, yeah, yeah the so moron guards. overwhelmed. Um, but um, the Ikron and, and his cronies, they've left. Mm-hmm. They're heading for the rocket, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, There's a little bit of a continuity issue that happens because Jim and uh, Tillamar overpower the guards, punch, punch them out, run out the door and turn up at the rocket... Long um. before anyone else <laughs> Yeah true
1: Also while they're punching up the guard Terrace is also still there Terrace just stands there With her He's looking That's she's right He's not doing anything Because right. she's, she's too feminine yeah, yeah And then they run out She stands there And then more guards come And she says Come on we'll get them And then she runs after her, right. leading Leading the
0: charge And they manage to beat Acheron and everybody to the to the rocket ship. There's still no sign of Akron. Um, Ikron. And I can only imagine they ran out and ran into the slanty walls <laughs>
2: and there's a bunch of people unconsciously... Wedged all, underneath and the, the
0: slanty walls. Just wedged up in a piece of this really <laughs> shitty-looking design.
2: Before we leave that, that story beat, though, I want to highlight Jim, the actor executing the worst fake punch yes. ever seen yep. in studio. There was one back across his body. <laughs> yeah, it was like, because they're both facing the camera side by side, so it was like, <laughs> that was the punch. It was like he put his fist kind of in front of the guy's face, not swung, yeah. but just sort of placed yeah. it there.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was the gravity of Mars that <laughs> yes. gave oh, extra punch. Uh, Stronger,
1: yes. higher. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> so they all they make it back to the ship on time. But in the interim, mm. right when all this is going on in the council room, we're back on board the ship, mm. and we witness a new conversation between Steve and um Oh, is this where and Carol and Carol is this where she wants to marry him? Well, Carol has come to a realization yeah. that you'll do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. pretty much it. It's yeah. pretty much what she says. Yes. Well, I, f- I think you're probably going to do. Uh, she <laughs> says,
1: I want to marry you. And his reply is, if you're kidding, I'll break your neck. That's right. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's right. It was a physical threat <laughs> of
1: death on the ship. Yep, um, and Probably has it put in the vows. Yes. If you're kidding, I'll break yeah. your neck. <laughs> <And> <laughs> somehow till, death, I- till death do us part.
2: <laughs> I think they make a perfect couple, actually. <laughs> I think so, too. Um, and also, well, then anyway, the heroes run on board the I think the, the only reason they went on the ship was to get married because <laughs> they did nothing else. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and when they're on the, well, maybe well, when they're on the ship or earlier on the ship, the uh, Jim announces announces that Attila is going to be his wife. That's right, as well. So That's we're right. all we're all hooked up. That's right. Okay, so they, I think, then just um, press the rocket launch button. Well, they all, they're about to. They all. Well, they they. There's a there's a Sort of death-defying
0: chase that happens yep. through all the way up the gangplank, and Jim yep. has to kick the soldiers back, and he finally gets up and locks the door behind him, um, and then they take off. But they can't take off. Why can't they take off?
2: Because the roof won't open. Look, the, they've got to open the, the roof. garage door. <laughs> yeah,
0: is, is yeah. jammed. Yes. And what did they do to unjam the well, garage door? Well, they keep door? pressing the button. <laughs> yes, they, and they twiddled the button. Yes, twiddled
1: the button some more until it <laughs> to the point where he had to say.
0: Get out of the road. <laughs> yes. And but he twiddled you know, the button the, yeah. and it worked better. That's right. Than that person. Slowly,
1: yeah, eventually it opens by twiddling. So it works. You know? Yeah. The plan twiddling works. Yeah. Works.
2: Twiddling. yeah. yeah. it's So you, you sort of can graph the tension. Yeah. Tension mounting. A no- oh, it's, it's yep. a, don't worry about it. <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I don't know how much longer you. How you it looks like you have I mean, to if I was, a few more things on your list. If though.
2: I was writing it, at least they could have hacked into a panel with a screwdriver yeah, yeah, and yeah, pulled yeah. out wires and yeah. they would see spark, spark, yeah. spark. Yeah. But no, no, it's yeah. just like, oh, just just twiddle it again and yeah. it works. Yeah. It's yeah. fine.
1: <laughs> and then they launch. <laughs> and then they launch.
2: Yes. And then? It. And then what happened? Roll credits. Roll credits.
1: <laughs> 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 I'm going,
0: <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> where's right. the rest of my yeah. film? That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right.
1: Where's the rest? Where's my... Where's anything? I was gutted. I was gutted.
0: I didn't... I didn't... Like, the whole whole film from the midway point, even after the first third, from there onwards was all about them getting home. Did they get home, Dan? No, they did not get home. Well, how do you know they didn't get home?
1: Well, we didn't see see them get home. We never never know.
0: We never know. We never know know if they got off the planet. We don't
1: know if Earth came... If there was... Yeah... I mean, no, nothing. Not no, nothing. Nothing. They, uh,
0: no, they didn't test the rocket. There was no testing. Right? Well, they there wasn't any just, testing on Earth either. They literally just got in it and took off. Um, I'm of the opinion that they all died. They all perished. They didn't have enough fuel to break the moon's gravity pull when they came back. When they were on their way back, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> and they all died. But those meteors hit them on the way back That's when it. they or whatever it was. And they
0: spared the producers, the movie producers, uh, spared us the tragedy and the despair of such a it's, negative ending.
1: It's it's, it's revolting. Up until the very last minute It could have been a better film Yeah That ending The abrupt ending Just yeah. spoiled the entire thing Isn't it, isn't
0: it the way Those 1950s sci-fi films They We, we talk we've, This is not the first film that We've
2: this identified this Many many times where It happened Even end with Forbidden
0: Planet we, we, we got We sort of Petered out into We just had a sort of a. That's it
1: you know, well, Forbidden your... Planet. They got off the plane, They saw it explode. That was resolved, and they're now yeah. travelling back. Yeah, but, but this I film mean, set even... us up for for potentially more stuff.
0: Yeah, the, what was it? The crab monsters. That that one was just a finalised thing. Didn't everyone die at the end of the crab monsters?
2: There's a whole bunch of those all the way up to the, mm. um, you know, even in the nineteen sixties mm. and seventies, they're still doing that. With it's the end without the resolution. Yeah, there's no conclusion.
0: We need a conclusion. We we you can't just end the film. We need to. Yeah.
2: You, you need to resolve the uh, the outcome. We want to know what happened. Yeah. yeah. At
1: the very least they could have gone back to the two guys looking through the telescope yeah. and saying yeah, something. Yeah. and they could
2: have narrated the ending and said, yeah. "Well, isn't it great that they all got back and everything worked out good and everybody married everybody and mm. da, da da da." Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: we were robbed of all of those yeah. emotions and feelings. <laughs> That's right. It
1: Definitely. took 5 days to film the film? 5 days, geez. And I think they could have put Six day in there. <laughs> they <laughs> could have they afforded have. the
0: six day. <laughs> they should have put in a six day. It wouldn't have been a um, uh, a massive budget. A lot of the budget, I would say, would have gone to the set pieces and the outfits.
2: Well, they um, they, were no, they, reused.
1: Just, they just stole oh, them oh, from yeah, another movie. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Main, yeah, mainly the actors, probably, and the cameraman and the crew. Yep.
0: Yeah. I have no indication of what the budget was. Do, were you able to find anything about budgets?
1: Mm, if it's not on yeah. IMDb, I wouldn't know.
0: I got a feeling in those days. The money wasn't documented as well as it is uh, today (laughs) Shareholders and things like that Weren't really the uh, um, Can't be much of a budget No, no Um, It was produced by uh, The film company Monogram Films Was the uh, production company that produced the film Monogram Films have done Mm. Fargo Flight to Mars, Blue Steel, um,
1: Are you mentioning, Invisible Is that actually Ghost. listed there? This is a
0: filmography.
1: Fargo, Flight to Mars, Blue Steel. Those three films <laughs> in are order. just in
0: listed. I don't as think, if, I don't think, it's the Fargo you think it is.
1: Uh, it's okay. 1952 Fargo. Right. Um, is it, it the Blue Steel that I think it is? With, uh, not the Fargo. Uh,
0: 1934 Blue no, Steel?
1: No, no, a different one as well.
0: No, so they, they didn't have a huge, it doesn't look like they've got a huge uh, filmography. They, uh, no, they don't think so. So what have we got, Flight for Mars? Movie meter. I don't know what a movie meter is here on this site. Um, and yes. Yes they've only got one film with, uh, with gross worldwide earnings, everything else is unlisted. So, uh, what did IMDb, uh, IMDB give it? 5.2 out of 10. I think a very Whoa. generous 5.2 Whoa,
1: out of 10. that is 10. Yeah, yeah, but there was only
0: 719 people voting for that.
1: That
2: could be statistically
1: <laughs> significant. 719 is enough to give that a lower rate. We need to get on our, onto IMDB and rate that thing to bring that down.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to write this travesty.
0: All right, so uh, let's um, <clears throat> let's rate it, gentlemen. What do you give this thing?
2: All right, I'll go first, and I kind of like these things. And as I'm setting this up, you can probably tell how this is going to go. <laughs> I kind of like these things, and I kind of like these science f- you know fifty science fiction movies, and I kind of like the cheesy things. But on the whole. This one's a pretty lame effort, even if you're looking at it from a, yeah. from a uh, you know, a very uh, comical sort of um, yeah. spoofy kind of an angle. Yeah, so pretty lame. Yeah. So lame.
0: by Borrow Burn?
2: Um, oh, I, I don't know if I can categorise it like that. I've got actually another way. I wouldn't suggest if anybody at home thinks they want to watch it, you're wrong. You yeah. don't want to watch it. You don't it. want to watch it. But if you, if you don't believe me and you still think you want to watch it, go onto YouTube and watch the short, the trailer Okay. for it. Yep. Did you guys watch the trailer? Uh, mm-hmm. No. Uh, Might have. They take the movie and they chop out 90% of it um, and make the trailer, and the trailer is exactly the movie. It's just a two-minute version of the movie. <laughs> With all of the story beats, is that an official trailer? I guess so. It's, it might be. It might be the way they did it. Mm. It's got all of the story beats, including the the betrayal <laughs> yeah. of the good guys yeah. for the bad guys. It's the whole thing. The, the whole Telly story. Turning <laughs> up and everything. Everything's in there in the trailer. So that I'll would be to... my thing to watch. Well, I got to check that out anyway. I have um, also one other thing I wanted to bring up, which is a comment mm. that I got from from somebody, which kind of sums up. I think a good way to think about this movie. Yes. Um, So here it is. Um, The flight to Mars has only six things going for it. (laughs) Marguerite Chapman's legs, Lucy Barkley's legs, and Virginia Houston's legs. (laughs) And
0: they might be onto something. There's a lot of legs. They might be onto something there. Um, Yes, I can... um, I can relate to uh, to where they're
2: coming from there. So I think it has excellent legs, but uh, the movie has legs. It has legs. Yeah, but, but I still, wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't watch uh, it. Yeah, for
0: me, it's a burn. Um, I don't think history needs burn it, it. Um, as a as a as a cinematic record of the sci-fi times from from an era where so much uh, uh, some so many cool things came from it, and I think. I think there are elements there that could have worked and and, and just didn't it was poorly written it was poorly acted. poorly acted yeah, it was poorly acted um, the, the the characters of the character of the characters was not compelling mm. in any way mm. and in such extreme circumstance the, it's the formula of put ordinary people in extraordinary circumstance or vice versa and in this instance they they needed to put ordinary people in extraordinary circumstance but neither paid off mm. Neither was ordinary enough, and the circumstance to peter it out to be nothing. Yes, telethubbies were no
2: real threat. You know, <laughs> yeah. so no, it, it missed on every level. And sorry, bringing back to Tom's point, and well, the, um, is that nobody died? Nobody here. And no, then, no, like yeah. you were saying, the heroes weren't really in any jeopardy. No. Nobody got in any trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there was no, no real threat.
1: No, and and we see the betrayal from miles miles away, and the other stuff that I thought I saw from miles away didn't even. Happen so it was, was as you said. I probably anticipated a better film than it was. Yeah. So yeah, for me, it's 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 a burn, definitely, especially because of the robbed ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just that alone makes, even if the rest of the film would be better.
0: Well, before we uh, so it's burn for you, burn yes. for me, burn, burn. So it's burn unanimous. It's a burn. Um Before we we go, there was a question that that I put out into the social sphere. Um, and I want you guys to weigh in on it. The decade that is the golden era of sci-fi for film. <clears throat> which, which, which area of the timeline do you find you're constantly going back to or you're referring to or as the golden time? Of, of sci-fi? Of sci-fi.
1: Mm, you have to define the golden time because... Well, Golden
0: Time was where they were doing a whole lot that we'd never seen before, and and it made such a mark on, yeah, yeah. on what yeah. we've seen since.
2: Yeah, I think it was the fifties.
0: There's a couple of close contenders. The seventies mm. they were doing some pretty cool stuff. In the seventies, sixties,
1: yeah, they I'm, weren't. I'm a doing fan much. of the eighties.
0: And the eighties they were
2: doing some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, but the eighties well. they're doing all sorts of different things that are not only sci-fi. Yeah. But the
1: eighties have the good films, but that's maybe because mm. I grew up with those. Yeah. Mm. The fifties is, I think, like this this era. Um, Forbidden Planet, mm. journey, uh, Voyage to the Moon. Yep. Um, Destination Moon, sorry. Yeah, Destination seen, Moon. But I've heard of that one many times. So I
0: love mm-hmm. the, you know, those films like um, When Worlds Collide. When what Worlds that? Collide, that I love, I love the film When Worlds Collide. Mm. That 1951. Premise, yeah. That premise where um, the Earth is doomed and, mm. the, and a planet is going to crash into it. Yeah, we got to do. And it's Noah's Ark sort of thing. Yeah. With, with and humans. Invaders from
1: Mars is also from the 50s. Yeah. Um, yes. What's what it, the
0: one where the the ship? The alien saucer Lands in the park
1: The day the earth stood Yeah
0: yeah The, yeah. Day the earth stood, so It's got to be that's in
1: the same That's 48 or something got to be in that same area That's all black and white I think that's it? no, It's close to that It's got to be close that To era. that 50 turnover
2: It's certainly the groundbreaking Where yeah. all of those Archetypal yeah. things No you're right were, 1951 yeah. Same year That's when they were all laid down All of those things Were laid down Yeah Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 And I mean based on what we've just said in the last couple of minutes 1951 is turning out to be quite a year for sci-fi mm. as well mm. within that um, genre but there's a few few close seconds but I think yeah the 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 sci-fi as a film genre was really solidified I think in that in those in that time and you would be hard pressed to exhaust all of the films this one obviously a B-grade one mm. um, I'd be interested to know how this was received in the day mm.
1: People would have been disappointed just looking at the posters and then seeing a completely different film.
0: You think? You think it was like a B grade, uh, a sort of a lesser thing? Uh,
1: it's filmed in five days. I'm sure it was. Yeah, yeah. I think people yeah.
0: can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you hold it up
2: to um, Forbidden Planet. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right. So, anything before we leave, gentlemen? Anything um, cooking in the uh, social sphere, Dan?
2: Uh, just to catch us on uh, YouTube, check us out on Twitter, Voyager Geek on Twitter, catch us out on YouTube, Voyager the Geek. We live stream to Twitch,
0: we live YouTube, to Twitch. Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, yep. Not Twitter. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Yep. And you can also download the podcast, which is not visual, but uh, from Stitcher and from iTunes. iTunes, yeah.
2: So awesome. give us a thumbs up, leave a comment,
0: and tell us what you think. That's it for another week. Until next time, it's bye for
1: me. Bye-bye. Oh, for the scene.